Suggested in theaters Friday. Your home is so much more than square footage and a floor plan. So why would you entrust buying a new home or selling your home to anyone but Ellen Hurley, the real estate insider? And tune in weekdays from noon to one for Ellen Hurley's show, The Real Estate Insider, exclusively on Money 1055. Buying or selling call the real estate insider. For your real estate dreams, she gets it done. Call 916-726-9000. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hello and welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm very glad that you've joined me today. This is Rena, and I will be doing the show for you. John will be joining us next week. You know, we've got several uh, different guests lined up over the next week. And, you know, if all goes according to plan, I'll just give you a heads up on those uh, next week, I'm having Christine de Guzman come and teach us about developing compassion. I'm very much looking forward to that. Next, the following week on the 31st, we're going to be rejoined by Unchained Men and the fantastic impact they're making in the lives of men, healing their wounds and how they interact with people. And then the following week, I have Kim McLaughlin. She's a marriage family therapist. And her specialty is really in helping people um, change their inner game so that their eating and their food intake matches what they want for their health. So, you know, basically food and weight loss. Um, But I know she goes a lot deeper than that. So I'm excited. We've got really great shows. Today's topic is all about how to be a great parent and you know, as parents, we really, really want to do a great job. There's a lot of pressure, uh, both internal and external. I can really relate to the internal pressure of wanting to do a really great job raising my kids. I'm very happy to share with you some things that you can do to create a better experience for your kids, to make them more willing to listen to you and to Um, really have more of a positive impact in shaping your children. I'm very passionate about a parent's impact on children. Now, if you're not a parent, that's totally okay because the principles that we're going to go over today apply to all kinds of relationships, friendship, work relationships, your partner, your spouse, um, all of it. It all applies. Um, It's especially relevant for people in positions of authority, for example, teachers and bosses, because your impact as a parent, teacher, or boss, anybody who has authority over other people, you have a significantly more intense impact. So this is your opportunity to really become aware of that and, like I said, make some simple changes in yourself so that you create a different experience for them. Now, the benefit for you is you get a different experience back from them. They respond totally differently when you make some of these changes. And I decided what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through some of the principles that I teach in my class called Be and Connect. 
It's a seven-week intensive where I help you to really apply these. And uh, I think you're going to find it to be tremendously beneficial, so I'm very glad that you've tuned in. Parents' impact on a child is, like I said, huge. In fact, I believe that parents impact their children usually more than they impact anybody else. A deeper, more lasting impact on their children compared to other people. Similarly, I believe that for the child, the impact from their parents is more than they receive from anybody else. In general, a parent's impact on a child is more than teachers, coaches, friends, other people. It just goes on and on. Our experience of our parents really, really shapes us, and maybe you can relate to that in your own life, the impact that your parents have had on you. That's why it's so important to stop and evaluate what exactly is the impact that you're having on your children now. <clears throat> I recognize that it's easy to let the time go by, and there's things in front of us that are urgent and require our attention, and there's lots and lots and lots to take care of, a lot of complexity in our lives these days, and it's easy to let the really important stuff slide. And I know I can relate to this in my own experience. You know, I could swear just the other day my kids were little, and now they're teenagers. And it's like, oh, man, where did the time go? I really thought, I thought I had a lot more years to impress on them values and beliefs and shape their character. And I certainly still have that opportunity now, especially being deliberate. It's just a little different working with teens than with young ones. So I want to encourage you to seize the opportunity while you can and make the very most of it. <coughs> the first principle is that how you're being affects other people. Obviously, this is definitely true in all relationships. You know, how you're being affects other people. Now, when I talk about how you're being, I'm talking about what you're thinking and what you're feeling because that naturally emanates out to other people and creates an experience for them. Now, the, here's the thing with kids and with family in general. They get a lot more of us. It's just simply the proximity and the amount of time that we spend together, it's more. So they get more of the best of us. They get more of the worst of us. They get more of everything in between. Our kids get more of us because we're so close and because we spend so much time together. We live together. You know, I can be having a bad day and really shelter it from other people, but by the time I get home and let, you know, let it all out, you know, they get to see all of me. And that's just, that's how that is. It comes with the territory. Yeah, it's definitely harder to show, you know, just the, the nice positive side of ourselves all the time. And it's just a part of being real. That's just a part of life. And that's why it's so important to change what you're thinking and therefore what you're feeling in order to change um, the, your, the kind of impact that you're having to really reduce the, the accidental negative impact 
on you. It's very challenging to simply change behaviors. Um, I'm really not into, you know, smile, you know, tilt your head, raise your eyebrows, nod your head, and ask your kids if they want to take the trash out. You know, it's like um, those are tips and tricks. Um, what you're thinking and what you're feeling is going to emanate out stronger than any simple behavior that you can do. So I tend to work at a deeper level. So when you have a thought, you have a corresponding feeling. When you have a feeling, you have a corresponding thought. They go hand in hand. And it's very empowering because a lot of what we do in our course is changing your thinking so that um, it really changes other people's experience of you. Now, it seems like your thoughts and your feelings are private. And the fact is that, you know, if you're thinking ill of somebody, for example, it comes out. If you're feeling afraid, it comes out. All these things are experienced by other people. So this is your opportunity to really evaluate what kind of experience are you creating for your children. Just take a moment to step out of yourself, step into them, and look back at yourself. And what is it like being around you? Is it something that they would enjoy? Is it stressful? Is it scary? Is it, do they feel loved? Do they feel, and that's a deep question, I understand that, you know, in, in a moment by moment, do they know that you care about them and are concerned for them, that you wanna hear what they have to say, that you value your time together? What kind of experience are you creating for your kids? This is a really awesome topic. If you'd like to call in with any questions or comments that you have, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me here in the studio at 866-576-1055. Please stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about how to be a great parent and what's your impact as a parent? Is it what you want it to be? Would you like to make some adjustments to it? I'm actually applying the principles that I teach in my Be and Connect class to parenting. And it's something I'm very passionate about, helping parents to have more of a positive impact on their kids, because I know that's what we really, truly do desire. 
Second principle is that feelings have value. God gave us feelings for a reason. They may seem like an inconvenience um, or an undesirable part of life, depending on the feeling. <laughs> but it's kind of like if you think about um, when a person has diabetes and they have neuropathy and they don't have sensation in their feet, they don't have that feeling. And they can walk and injure their foot and not know it. And that can be very dangerous without the sensation of pain. Uh, there's no indicator that there's a problem. So it's easy to continue on with life, get an infection, have complications that can come from that. So the feelings, those are physical feelings in the same way emotions uh, have very much have value for us. They, they are beneficial. They really show us what's going on inside of us. Remember how I said how thoughts have corresponding feelings? When we have a feeling, more often than not, there's a thought that's going on. And we may not have been aware of thinking that. It may be subconscious or automatic, something that we're really not aware of. And the beautiful thing about feelings is it brings the opportunity to really become aware of what we're thinking. Feelings in and of themselves have value and they can be tremendously uncomfortable. So I love teaching people to be more comfortable with feeling feelings, even the uncomfortable ones, learning to be okay with the discomfort. The value is absolutely huge. To be with your own feelings is an important part of being able to be with other people in their feelings. When somebody else is feeling something that makes us uncomfortable, maybe because we're having that natural empathetic response, uh, somebody is feeling sad and we feel sad, it's so easy to wanna shut it down. It's like inside there's something in us screaming, stop, please stop feeling sad, it's too intense for me. And I've gotten that, dude, I've totally gotten that. You know, somebody's, oh, don't cry, you're gonna make me cry. And uh, yeah, it's okay, it's just a feeling. And feelings pass. It seems like they last forever, but they don't. They come and they go. In fact, the less that you fight it, the faster it'll pass. The more you just embrace it and let it be. And it really does help to, to the, be aware of the story that we're telling ourselves that might be making us sad. We'll talk more about that in principle number three. But to just be okay with the feeling and let the feeling be and it'll pass a lot faster. It is super, super easy as a parent, know this from experience, to want to get them to stop feeling. Feelings can be inconvenient in children, um, whether it's a temper tantrum and they're angry, or they're frustrated, or they're sad because they you know, lost something or something broke or they can't have something, um, or if they're afraid it's really super easy to want to stop that. I have a story to share around that. My youngest was maybe two-ish. It's been a really long time, it's hard to remember exactly. And he was absolutely fascinated with dragging toys over to the fence to the neighbor's yard. And one day he managed to get the little tyke's car, you know, those ones that's kind of like orange or red and you know the big yellow top, climbed, used it to climb up over the fence and like my mom 
something's wrong meter went off. I don't know if if there was a lot of noise and then it was quiet, you know how that is. And so I ran over and he had jumped, you know, climbed over the fence into the neighbor's yard and their dogs were barking and he was crying and I'm freaking out. And I called John and he comes and rescued like the knight in shining armor on the steed and um, (laughs) saved our son and brought him in. Okay, that was a scary experience for everybody. And my son was crying and crying and crying and I couldn't handle it. And this was, you know, 13 years ago-ish. And uh, so I went and I got him something to eat. I got him his favorite snack and he calmed right down. And I learned in retrospect, I totally taught him to not feel. Here, hunt, please eat and not feel. And um, in retrospect, what I wished I had done instead is to just wrap my arms around him and go ahead and feel the the sadness and the fear in myself because I would because he was feeling it with me and say that was really scary wasn't it and just hold him tight and say it's okay now I've got you I've got you and you're safe now Um, it's taken me a long time to learn that I wished I had had that when my kids were little because I know I did things to teach them to not feel it's, it's easy to do, and it's all about learning to be with those feelings and to let it be uncomfortable. Very simple, what you can do, like what I said I wish I had done, is just to name the feeling that the child's feeling. You're sad, aren't you? You're angry, you're frustrated. I can tell you're totally frustrated. And to affirm it, say, you know what, that's reasonable, I get it. And it's a little hard to trust, um, in the beginning, but their feelings are more likely to move through as well. When you name it for them and affirm it, tell them it's okay. What they're feeling is okay. And it'll pass faster. And won't it be great when they grow up that they can move through their feelings faster and not get stuck in them? Like I do, like perhaps you do. Um, They'll be having a more healthier, flowier (laughs) emotional experience, not getting stuck in them. Yeah, go ahead and notice the discomfort that you feel when you're with somebody else who is feeling angry or sad or afraid. Uh, it's, It's uncomfortable and you can learn to manage that discomfort. I actually have an inner dialogue that goes something like, wow, this is really uncomfortable. I sure wish I could make them stop feeling that. I'd really like this to stop right now. (laughs) Should I say something? And then I manage it, and it's like, no, this will pass. It's uncomfortable, but it'll be okay. Because they're really just feelings, and it's just showing that there's something going on inside that needs to be addressed. An experience, a thought, you know, it's it's okay. It's just an indicator. It, It only feels like the end of the world. Awesome. You guys are doing great. I know this is a lot of material. I'm trusting that you're finding it helpful and applying it to your kids. Next, we're going to talk about thoughts. I was saying how important thoughts are. Um, This is your opportunity. This is principle number three from my Be and Connect class is examine your thoughts. It's easy to let thoughts go on autopilot and to be completely unaware of what we're thinking unless you know we're making the deliberate effort. But there's tons of assumptions that we make about you know why people do what they do, why something happened, 
what's going on. Uh, we ascribe a lot of meaning to things. Um, that means that, you know, for example, uh, the husband doesn't stop by the store to pick up the milk. Oh, that means he doesn't love me. You know, my child um, didn't do his homework. That means he's going to be a slacker when he grows up. He didn't do his chores. I can relate to that one. Uh, it's a little more challenging than I expected, <laughs> getting teenagers to do chores. And um, easy to attach a meaning to that, that they're being disrespectful. Maybe you can relate to that. Does your kid do something where you interpret it as they're just being disrespectful, that's why they didn't do X, Y, or Z? It's really super easy to jump to that conclusion. Similarly, we tell ourselves stories. Um, boy, it, it's something that I've been working on. I work on a lot <laughs> inside myself, always trying to improve myself. But really being aware of the stories that I tell myself, maybe about how I was wronged. Um, with children, it might be a problem that's going on at school and why that is. And we have a tendency to replay those stories in our minds over and over and over. It's, it's an understandable thing that our, our brain is trying to resolve it, right? And then, and then we look for similar situations where that's happened. Okay, so, all right, what did I do in this situation? It's a natural, normal, problem-solving process. So your child isn't um, doing their homework. And you look at that and go, okay, this reminds me of a time when uh, they wouldn't do their chores or when um, you know so-and-so didn't do what they said they would do. And then we start calling in all these things. Like I said, it's a normal, natural part of the problem-solving process. Unfortunately, what it does is it brings lots and lots of feelings that are associated with all those instances, and it really intensifies our experience. We're going around with intense feelings. What does that do but, you know, blast other people? Right, so it's very, very important to learn to manage our own thinking. This is really, a, a, <laughs> I love the whole class, so I'm not gonna say, oh my gosh, it's the most important part because I'd say it for the whole thing. But to really learn to manage what we're thinking has a tremendous impact on our experience of life. To be able to make us happier people, more satisfied, less stressed out, when we manage our thinking we have a better experience and therefore everybody else has a better experience of us okay does this make sense to you when we are uh, we're stressing out about bills now that's a problem that needs to be resolved understandably but if we let our thinking get completely out of control um, gosh, you know, this happened last year. I can't believe I'm in the same place now. See, these are stories. These are meanings that we attach. And then we start harshing on ourselves and say, you know, it's so-and-so's fault. We start harshing on other people, you know, that this shouldn't be like this. And, and it, it goes on and on. And our child just walks into our presence when we're in that state that totally creates an experience for them. So you can see the importance of examining what you're thinking. It's truly a practice to develop. It's not natural, it's making the unconscious conscious, bringing, bringing our thoughts into our awareness so we can examine it, kind of like a rock. You pick it up, check it out, say, hmm, is this true? 
is it true that my child was disrespecting me and that's why he didn't say what he would, you know, was going to do? He didn't do what he said he was going to do? Um, is it true that um, that means that I'm a bad parent? So there's lots and lots of interpretations that we do automatically and it's super easy as parents we just have so many opportunities in dealing with our kids you know little Johnny got into a fight at school well what does that mean that means that you know that experience he had that I didn't wasn't able to stop you know that's disturbing him and he's doing it because of this and he's doing and then you know blaming oneself and being really stressed out it's all a manage a matter of managing the feelings so very excited to have you take that on for yourself. There's so many opportunities that we have um, with our kids in the meaning that we ascribe to what they do. For example, as your kids get older and the choices that they make of the friends that they have and the people that you hang out with, what does that mean? It's easy to make it mean that they are making poor choices that are gonna affect them for the rest of their lives. And I'll give you just a little bit of hope on that. I, I didn't hang out with the highest, um, the best influence. That's the best way that I can think to say it. Uh, the people who are the best influence on me as a teenager, and I went through a rough time. You know what? I came out the other end. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to mess them up for life. So take a look at what you're thinking and what you're assuming and what you're interpreting because that's going to have a very large impact on your relationship with your kids. You still have the opportunity to call in with any questions or comments on parenting and your impact as a parent. You can call me at 866-576-1055. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Get that smile makeover you've always dreamed about. Parish Family Dental can give you that amazing smile with everything from implants to Invisalign to simple cosmetic crowns. Protect your own teeth and experience a renewed confidence and self-esteem a beautiful smile will bring. Extend the life and health of your permanent teeth with cosmetic crowns today. Right now you can get as many crowns as you need to protect your smile for just $700 each. Whether it's Invisalign, implants, or cosmetic crowns, Parish Family Dental is your full-service smile makeover specialist. Visit parishfamilydental.com and pick your location, either Carmichael or Granite Bay. Then tell them you want the smile makeover special you heard about on the radio. Interest-free financing is available on approved credit. Get that winning smile you deserve. Parishfamilydental.com or call their friendly staff at 916-484-7481. That's 916-484-7481 or parishfamilydental.com. I'm Craig Ashton of the injury law firm of Ashton & Price. I'm often asked by injury victims if their case is worth pursuing. Last year, one of our clients received a jury verdict of $16 million. Some settled for a few thousand. It's not about the size of the case, but whether or not our skill set will benefit our clients. So if you've been injured... Call for a free consultation to see if our skill set will benefit you. And the best news, there's never a fee unless you win. Remember, for the best advice, don't think twice. Call Ashton and Price. Friday's at 2. Lock it into Money 105.5 for the rush hour for success. It's a show dedicated to your success. With information about what's going on in the community, reviews of places to visit around Sacramento, and of course... Topics that involve experts in money strategies, business, real estate, and things that matter most in life. Join the watch star himself, Jim T. Chong, 
Get entertained, get educated, and get with a rush for success. Fridays at 2 on Money 105.5. Savings and opportunities abound during the L-Certified Winter Collection Sales Event going on now at Lexus of Sacramento. It's Kitty, and during this special time, you can acquire a premium L-Certified Lexus pre-owned car like I did. They represent the absolute best of the best, all completely tested and reconditioned to factory specs and with two additional years of unlimited mileage warranty. Make the new year your year driving a premium Lexus during the L-Certified Winter Collection Sales event at Lexus of Sacramento. Are you ready to make 2018 your healthiest year ever? To lose weight, to get your energy back, to start turning your health around? I can help you. My name is Dr. Tim Smith from New Life Chiropractic, and we're hosting a very special event January 20th to teach you the principles of naturally healthy living and sustained weight loss. Check out the event at newlifechiropracticevents.com. You can register today, discounted with the promo code RADIO to start making this the year you actually achieve those health goals and live to your full potential. Violence and sudden attacks at public locations seem to be happening more frequently. Thousands of people are being impacted daily as a result of violence. Do you know what the warning signs are? Would you know what to do if something occurred? Listen every Monday at 4 p.m. to Secure Sacramento, hosted by me, Hector Ravarez, where we're going to be talking about just that very thing, giving you ideas of what to do. Download the Money 105 app and send in your questions to be answered live. Again, every Monday at 4 p.m. on Secure Sacramento. Listen, learn, and be prepared. Find us at wvpexperts.com. Call us before you need us. If you are an alumni of Victory Christian Schools, you're cordially invited to a welcome reception during homecoming games at VCS. It's happening Friday, January 26th. The reception opens in the evening at 6.15 and you can attend the games for free. Stop by and see familiar faces, catch up with favorite teachers and staff and enjoy some light refreshments. Tell your classmates, RSVP at victorycs.org. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about how to be a great parent. And I'm walking you through the principles that I teach in my Be and Connect class and applying those directly to parenting to help you do awesome. Because I know that you really deeply care about how you're impacting your kids. This will help you to have more of positive impact. What else would you expect from the impact hour? Fourth principle that we're looking at is that you get what you focus on. So be careful what you focus on. 
Yeah, you know, um, there's this thing called confirmation bias. It's just, again, the way that the brain works. When we believe that something is true, we look for information to support that. It's, uh, you know, the brain's way of going, yep, yep, that's right, that's right, check that out. Okay, that's true. So that works good for things like, you know, yes, when the light's green, people go. And we look for confirmation of that. It's like, yes, this is how the world works, right? So it's generally a helpful thing. In relationships, it can be a little trickier because if we are, well, whatever we are believing to be true, we'll look for it, for instances of it, to confirm that, yes, that's correct. Now, that works really great when we're focusing on the positive. You know, Johnny's really, ta- I don't know what's about Johnny today, but there you go. Johnny's really taking excellent steps to um, become more responsible. Now you are looking for where he is stepping up and becoming more responsible. On the other hand, if you decide that he's being irresponsible or um, disrespectful, you know, now you're going to be looking for everything <laughs> where he's being irresponsible or, you know, disrespectful, and you will see more of it. Okay, so it can be exactly the same. It can be 50-50 down the line. Half the time he is responsible, half the time he is irresponsible. But if you are believing he is really stepping up and becoming responsible, you will see more of it and less of the other things. If you are believing, on the other hand, seriously, 50-50, he's doing half one way, half the other. If you believe he's being um, irresponsible, then you will see more of that and less of the ways that he is actually stepping up to be responsible. So think about this in your own lives. And what are you thinking when you're looking at your kids? Really what it's doing is setting expectations for yourself and expectations on them. So you can choose to focus on what you want and you'll simply see more of it. I know that that sounds simplistic, but it's really helpful. Uh, Maybe you can relate to this with a spouse or a significant other, you know. Um, Maybe they do something that's really annoying for you. And um, just had a really great conversation with a lady this morning. This is a a pain point for many relationships is being on a cell phone. And, And she was sharing her heart and how painful it is for how much time her husband spends on his phone. Okay, so now she's going to be looking for when he's on his phone. Because she's looking for it, she's going to see more of it. And she's also not going to see the times when he's not on the phone. If she perhaps has a conversation with him and he agrees to work on that, she can start looking for, or even without that conversation, start looking for where he's not on his phone. And we'll see more of that. Interestingly, it runs deeper than that, than just the confirmation bias. We actually, when we expect something, we help to create it. Fascinating, here, I'm gonna repeat that, just because this is true. When we expect it, we actually help to create it in the other person. It seems crazy, but even when it's exactly what we don't want, we will do things that will help create that. Best example I've ever seen that wasn't from my own life, was um, from a book called Leadership and Self-Deception. 
in that book they talked about some parents who had a, a teenager and they were teenager was supposed to be home by 11 right and they'd had some issues of him being late had the big talk you know set the expectations and everything else so now they're waiting up for him right and he comes squealing the car so the, squealing the tires into the driveway at 10:59 and slides in just under the wire so if they were looking for what they wanted they would have said good job I see that you did what it took and made it happen to be home on time thank you but that's not what they did what they did is they focused on what they didn't want and it was like well there you go just barely under the wire huh and it's like the kid felt like he couldn't win because he actually did do what was agreed upon but the parents were looking for it to be what they didn't want and it's it's so easy to do and it sounds counterintuitive and crazy and like I totally get that but give it a try um, focus more on the positive focus on what you do want and you'll get more of it you know whether you're wanting to be more a, a child to be more responsible to be more competent to be more respectful whatever it is that you're wanting focus on that and you'll get more of it you'll be able to affirm it when you see it kids respond really great to the positive affirmation and it's so easy to lay into what we don't want so please do be aware of that number five in our principles from my be and connect class is that judgment meets resistance people do not respond well to being judged and by being judged I mean when we make somebody or something that they say or do wrong or bad it's really easy to do this with kids really easy to do this with kids just their behaviors and our proximity and our obligation to shape and mold them when they do something that isn't what we want it's easy to be really upset about that and be mad about it and make it wrong and even if we are trying to hide it and trying to you know handle it responsibly it's, it oozes out and this is true I want you to know this for every relationship in your life when you're angry about something you make something wrong or bad they will feel it whether they name it or not they'll feel it and they'll respond against it it really makes people want to defend themselves people want to be seen and heard and understood and valued and when we make something they said or did wrong or bad now they're going to have to defend themselves you feel like they feel like you don't understand them you don't value them don't appreciate them and it's really they're going to want to defend themselves their beliefs their values their choices their actions people will want to defend themselves when you judge so the opposite of that really is to um, cultivate more compassion that's why I'm having Christine de Guzman on next week to talk about how to have more compassion that's the antidote to judgment so when your child is making what looks like poor choices to you where can you relate to that where have you in your own life done that? And not to make that wrong or bad, but to understand that just like you are on a journey, right? You're in the process of learning, sorting it all out, figuring it out. You're doing your very best. So is your child. He or she is in a process of learning. 
and figuring things out. And they might not be where you want them to be yet, but they're working it out. It's like at any given moment in time, we get a snapshot of where they're at, and it's easy to judge it and say, that's not okay. They should be further along. This shouldn't be so bad. It's easy, easy to do that. So I'm calling you up to a higher standard that's kinder more compassionate. It doesn't mean that you want them to stay there. You can love them and support them in moving forward without making what they did wrong or bad. This is a very big principle. I tell you what, with teenagers, teenagers respond horribly to judgment. And I can relate. Um, I have a teenager who has some politically, you know, different views and values than what John and I have. And I just really... I've given up on really trying to change that, but really accepting it and seeking to understand. And that is what's really helpful for our relationship. Instead of pushing him away, I'm drawing in him in, letting him know that I care about him and his values and just really want to understand him. So check that out. Consider that for yourself where you can apply it. We're going to go into one last break. Please stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Hello and welcome back to the Impact Hour. We're talking about how to be a great parent, applying the principles that I teach in my Be and Connect class. We're on principle number six. By the way, if you missed part of this or any other show, we do post show recordings on theimpacthour.com. And this recording for today's show will go up tomorrow night. So, yeah. Check it out. You don't have to miss a thing. Principle number six is trust the value that you bring. As a parent, you are a very, very influential person in that child's life and know that um, your kids are really benefiting from who you are and having more of you. So trusting the value that you bring is really embracing how awesome you are, stepping into your greatness so that your kids can have more of you, okay? I love helping people to embrace, uh, really makes them awesome. So in fact, I did a whole show on affirmations. It's episode number 40 on theimpacthour.com and really spent a whole show teaching 
listeners how to really affirm in themselves uh, what's really awesome. Remember earlier we talked about you get what you focus on. This is focusing on the positive in yourself, really building yourself up so that you can have more and more of that. It really allows you to cultivate more of the positive and more of what you want. And really just take a look. So I didn't get a chance before the break, but I'll just give you a little, one last thing on self-judgment, on judgment, is that self-judgment is really the root of judging other people. Making other people wrong or bad is really rooted in the habit of really harshing on ourselves. So when you can be more compassionate and kind to yourself, you'll be able to be more compassionate and kind to other people. It's highly related to trusting the value that you bring and really embracing how great you are and stepping into more of that. When you really take a look at your own journey, see how far you've come. I mean, take it all the way back to childhood and, and where did you come from? What are the difficulties that you've overcome in life? What are all the lessons that you've learned, all the improvements you've made in yourself, all the things that you've achieved in business, in your personal life, in work, in relationships, financially, educationally, all of your great accomplishments, all of it's been a journey, right? Nobody was able to nail it right out of the gate for everything. Everything is, it's all a process of learning and, you know, being kind for yourself, to yourself for where you're at, because you've really already come a really long way. And that's true in where you're at as a parent. There's so much to learn and so much to apply in really being the best parent that we can possibly be. I would never want you to beat up on yourself. Really go, man, you know, I've really been trying, trying harder at this. I've been trying hard at this. I can try more. I can learn new things. But look at how far I've already come. That's really an important part of trusting the value that you bring and stepping more into who you were meant to be. The seventh is the last principle of the Be and Connect class, and it's about making more of a positive impact. This totally applies to parenting. First part of it is to really, really be fully present and aware with your kids. And um, present and aware and available. This is challenging. I know. I totally get it. We live in a very busy world. There's many demands placed on us, many distractions in front of us. And we have the opportunity to be the most influential person in our children's lives. We need to step up and be fully present in those moments. Be aware of what we're saying. Be aware of what's going on with them. Really be present instead of distracted. That way we can be aware of opportunities as they arise. In the moment, where is our child at? Are they, is it a great teaching opportunity? Is it an opportunity to let them know that they're loved even when they make a mistake? Seize the opportunities when they come. We can only do that when we're fully present and aware with our children. Now, I know that we can't be perfect at this, right? So in fact, in, in my 
being Connect class, we've got different continuums. We're moving from, you know, judgment to compassion, for example, to being compassionately curious and understanding people. It's a process of moving away from the one and toward the other. And wherever we're at on that continuum of improving ourselves, we've got room to improve. So however present we normally are in our child's day, as we go through life, there's always room to improve there. I have a story I wanna share with my oldest son. So um, my youngest son, I'd, well, I'd asked both of them if they'd noticed any changes in me over the last years. I've really been applying what I've been learning and, and what I teach in my Be and Connect class. What's their experience been? And so I asked teenagers, so this is what I got. The, the youngest actually said, well, I don't know if it's you or if it's me, but I find that I'm really more inclined to just plop down and want to talk with you. Like inside, I totally celebrate because I know that's me. That's because I'm present and available for him. And um, that was really great. Asked the other one. He's like, yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever, mom. I really, I don't know. You know, I'm like, okay, that's all right. And after several weeks, so when I started my class uh, last fall, I made a commitment to put down my phone anytime one of my teens approaches me. And it's sometimes very difficult and challenging because I want to finish writing that text or reading that email or whatever I'm doing, but I very deliberately set the phone down and I'm available, present, and aware for them. Well, after a few weeks of doing that, I noticed my oldest starting to plop down and talk to me. and. Um, it was really cute. One time I'm like, you know, it had been quite a while that we'd been together. And I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to go upstairs. And he's like, I'll go upstairs too. I'm like, man, I think I'm on to something here. And after another month, uh, he had come in my office and I was, I was actually preparing for the radio show. And it was a Tuesday night, which is unusual. Usually I'm ready by Tuesday morning. And I, it was uncomfortable, but I set my project aside and was just available for him. And he's playing on his phone. He goes out, gets the guitar, brings the guitar in, and shows some stuff to me online, some songs that he's learning. And it went on. And 40 minutes into it, he really opened up and shared something that he had going on inside. And I was like, yes. That's what it took, is me being fully present and aware and available for 40 minutes uh, for him to feel comfortable in sharing what he shared with me. And I was just really honored with that. And I, I share that with you to impress upon you the importance of really being available for your kids and being willing to put the phone down, turn off the screen, and be with your kids. I feel really strongly about that. I could really have a whole message around um, parents um, and the impact of having a screen in front of their face. So I just want to encourage you to be very, very deliberate about your impact with your kids. So um, first is to be present. Second, have more compassion. We'll be talking about that next week. And third part of having more of a positive impact is to be very, very deliberate in what you want to teach your kids. I said earlier, seize the day. Um, time passes by quickly and you're going to think that you've got lots of years left and they're going to be gone. I speak that one from experience. So seize every opportunity you have to develop your kids' values, their beliefs, and their character, because that's uniquely your job as a parent. So be clear. I wish I'd sat down and wrote out some goals when I had kids, but I was too tired because it was really exhausting having little bitty kids. 
So um, I encourage you to just really get clear, even to the point of writing it out. Um, what do you want to instill in your children? And know that you have that capacity to really shape and mold them for the rest of your lives. And how you're being very much affects that and the receptivity to you. That was a very, very fast overview of the Beaten Connect class and applying it to parenting. It works great for people who are in business and salespeople and people who are in you know, intimate relationships and, and friends. It's all relevant. I've been doing a lot of discovery sessions lately and I'm having such a blast. First, I just get to know people better. It's like a I was doing 45 minutes, I think I'll extend it to an hour, and I just really get to know you better. If you'd like to schedule a free discovery session, this is what you can expect. You go to theimpacthour.com and register for a time that works for you on my calendar. Uh, you and I will talk, we have, I have a conference, client call, a conference line you call into, and I'll find out what you've got going on in your relationships and what you can do to tweak yourself, what changes, simple changes you can make in yourself that'll make a difference in what you're getting back from other people. So check it out. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your free discovery session. And thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Just under 800,000 people received permits to stay and work under the DACA program. President Trump has announced the program's end. It now falls to Congress to decide the fate of the Dreamers. A legislative deal between those competing interests is obvious. Regularization of the 700,000 who can show they have not been involved in violence or criminal enterprise.